have spent the last eight years trying to figure out how to have a connection with God outside of religion. And I've been on a quest to find genuine spiritual life. Are you looking for something real? Are you looking for connection? We are your host, Tim and Jamie Holloway. Welcome to the Real Connection Podcast. All right, everybody. Uh, uh, no. Hey. Yay. Hey. Hush. You started last week. Okay. So I'm starting this week. She's a control freak, everybody. Shut up. <laughs> I am not. Just because I'm trying to control the situation doesn't mean I'm a control freak. <laughs> so we were just, uh, before we started, we were doing selfies, that podcast live. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to take your picture because you did a selfie. And I thought, oh, wait, if I take your picture right now, you're going to see that we're at the kitchen table, but you also see our bed behind us. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. No, uh, we're still renovating. Uh, so we are still in the, for like the sun next year. room this weekend, man. We are going to finish up. Well, not finish up, but get the master mostly ready so we can move in. So it's been yeah, an adventure. Bedroom, yeah, the bedroom part. Um, we haven't had a bedroom since April and this is October. So <laughs> do the math. Six months. Yeah. No bedroom. That must be love. Yeah. Yeah. Something Did you know like that, that you were following me into a pigsty? Nope. Or I was leading you into a pigsty? Nope. Or were you leading me into a pigsty? I don't know. It was you. It was all your fault. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode called Living in Filth. <laughs> and it'll tell you what we're talking about. Absolutely. But I'm super excited because our goal this weekend is to finish the bedroom portion of the master enough. So we can put our... Back, back move in, in there. Yeah. yeah. So we can have that sweet sex. <laughs> Heck Yeah. <laughs> I almost cussed there. Did you hear me? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep it clean. So I'm so excited about that. We'll have to update next week if we actually get in the bedroom or not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's an important place to have when you're married. Yeah. A bedroom. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise it's hard to find time and place to make magic happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then you might be a little bit too loud that people walking by the street might hear you. You know. Yeah. That's no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're so cute. Anyways, we're talking about consideration. Consideration. Yes. Absolutely. Being considerate of people walking down the street. <laughs> Keep the noise down. <laughs> Keep the noise down. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about this uh, consideration. I, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is um, it's not a virtue that's like practiced too much. And I say like coming from, a, um, you know, looking at society or maybe looking at culture or the world and, um, you know, road rage is one of them. Right. Very. Once in a while, you'll get somebody like considerate where they're more concerned about, you know, what you're doing or whatever. But a lot of times it's like the me culture is saturated even to our very driving to, um, you know, we're honking, we're yelling, we're screaming, we're, we're. Can I ask you, you a question? Know. Yes. How much of that is uh, well-deserved? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you're one of those people, I suppose, then. No, I would never do that. No, you wouldn't? No. <laughs> never. Uh, Ever. Yeah, so, you know, uh, in general, uh, you know, I, I point out driving as, a, as, as evidence to, you know, our lack in consideration, but it goes a lot deeper than that. And, um, you know, the first... Uh, uh, thing that I think about is the me culture. And it's like, it's all about me, uh, my feelings, what I want, uh, when I want it. And, and very, um, honey, thank you for realizing (laughs) finally got a clue. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I'm I'm starting to see things your way. That it You baby, are. I'm grateful. Yes. Yes. It's all about me. Me. Oh, oh it's all about you. You were saying that about me. <laughs> it makes me uh, think of that Toby Key song. Remember, he's like, I like to talk about me or talk about my. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He, I, I wrote that song for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number one straight. My, me, my. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what I want, what I think, what I feel, what I see. yeah so what do you think about the me center culture let's start there because obviously we're not going to get into consideration until we deal with that issue (laughs) you want me to be truthful i assume yes yeah i think the me culture sucks monkey butt (laughs) 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 just keeping it real Um, you know, honestly, I I really do feel that way. Our stupid dogs are fighting. Um, I really do think that because, you know, we kind of talked about it this morning during our devotional where we were talking about like the self-centered opposite of Jesus is what society wants. They want, you know, society wants to, you know, quote unquote, get rid of Jesus. Um, society teaches you. You're the one that matters. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. It is their fault. Yeah. Put the blame on them. Um, take all the time you need to rest and relax and you're not lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to be careful because I can have some pretty harsh feelings sometimes, but society has you thinking about you mm-hmm. and you only. Yeah. At what point in the Bible, you know the Bible way better than I do. At Thank what you point for saying the, that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. At what point in the Bible does Jesus say, it's all about you. It's everyone else's fault. Don't worry about anyone else's feelings. Yeah, yeah. Just take care of you. Yeah. Where well, does he say that? What's the scripture you know, and verse? You know what's crazy, though? It's like... So the to sum up the Ten Commandments, it, Jesus said, you know, to love God and to love others as you love yourself. And obviously he put, you know, the self in the appropriate category, which was, you know, down on the pecking order list. Not that that's what I want to talk about, but to point out that, uh, you know, what, 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 what is God looking for, you know? Uh, commitment and devotion to him and commitment and devotion to your neighbor and one another the same way you're committed and devoted to yourself. Right. So it's like these, uh, um, yeah, putting that into context, it's like, well, what's important. And it it didn't put like self at the top where it's like, you just, you know, first of all, first and foremost is what I hear the, uh, (laughs) the, uh, self-help preacher say, 
uh, you just got to love yourself, <laughs> you know, and the, like growth happens by, you know, focusing on the self, you know, yeah. uh, where God prescribed, you know, first, you know, focal point is, you know, uh, his will inside of your life and, and then taking that, that strength and that power into all areas of your life, uh, including yourself, you know, uh, but not self at the center or foremost, you know. So to shorten that up into like four words, lose uh, yourself, find yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, he, he did say that. Yeah. You know what? There's, there's a strange culture and, and I kind of get where it comes from a little bit, but, um, where the, uh, it probably came from more of like the jungle, uh, tribes and stuff that the man eats first. Right. Yeah. And because he probably needed the strength to hunt and to gather food and to provide for the family. But I think the man eats first concept, um, it doesn't pan out in like real um, spiritual life. And, I, you know, I, I questioned the man that were if there was a scarcity of food would take food out of his children's mouth and feed himself. Yeah, I would really question that. So the man eats first mentality may have been something that uh, um, was needed in ancient days, um, but not so much today. And we have this man eats first mentality. And I think that uh, to the detriment, because when we truly think about it, we're not uh, considering other people's needs. Uh, we're considering our own. And this is a sign of immaturity. Like, I, you know, I went into marriage like it's all about me and I'm going to, you know, and went into intimacy the same way and didn't even learn how to uh, reciprocate for a long period of time. And that's the immature uh, man mentality. And I think uh, we, should, we should start crushing that. <laughs> yeah. You know, a long time ago, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on here, but, you know, I went through a really hard time with one of my children for... A long period of time and my whole life was was consumed around that and all i ever thought was my problems what i'm going through and it was all very self-centered yeah and it wasn't until my counselor told me at the time he's like you need to go and serve somebody else and this wasn't even like a religious counselor yeah, yeah. this was just a really really good counselor who knew what it actually took to help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And at first I, I kind of looked at him and I thought, bro, <laughs> bro, I didn't say bro. I said, I was thinking, dude, dude, but bro just sounded really fitting right now, bro. But it was like, dude, you know what I'm going through. Yeah. You want me to go think and consider somebody else right now? Right. Right. No. You know, I look at that and I was like, um, obviously a uh, very wise person, but to get outside of yourself yeah. and then uh, the focal point shifts and, and um, to stop looking at your own problems and begin to. Um, so yeah, I see the wisdom in that. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I, you know, I thought about it all that week. I kind of started like shifting my thinking. And as soon as I did, it was like, I went and I helped somebody else out. Yeah. And I started doing little things for other people. No, my problems did not change. Right. And we're talking five, six, seven months into my chaos living in hell. Nothing changed except for my mentality and me giving acts of service to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And for the first time in, I don't know, seven months or so, I had a good day and I smiled. Yeah. 
But it wasn't until I got outside of myself and I served somebody else that my load felt lighter. Yeah. But nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. You know what? There's a man, you know, because I I understand where people are coming on the flip side, right? And the flip side is this, is that, you know, there's a lot of people like sacrificing a lot for other people. Right. And they're, they're putting uh, other people's needs. Uh, they think above their own. They actually think this. And I'm, yeah. I, this is the thought I want to destroy because, you know, it's like, this is the, the constant backlash to this message is like, there is a lot of people that have sacrificed so much and they're doing it for other people. Right. But what they don't understand is that they're operating from a need based behavior and they need that affirmation and they need that like love, uh, the love and the kudos that they get from operating that role. So uh, honestly, they're they're operating from a very selfish motivation in when you look at it, because they're they're meeting a need from that behavior. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to sacrifice my time, my energy, and all this to be a people pleaser because I need people to be happy and I need people to be pleased. Therefore, what am I operating in? A selfish motivation yeah. where I'm considering my own thing above actually the, the other people. Because Thinking about it that way, you begin to understand exactly what we're talking about because you you say, well, no, they need to, um, they need to focus on themselves because they've just given all of this time focusing on other people. And I would say, hey, wait, the behavior that they're doing is actually very needy based behavior and they're yeah. really focusing on themselves and not others. Yeah, because they do it out of the need to give the need to wow look at what they just did yeah. you know yeah please others be yeah. liked be respected be whatever you know and um yeah it's very unconsider unconsiderate behavior even though it's masked as something like good yeah you know you know and if you so for moms out there society says you give it all to your kids like you you give and you take care of your kids before yourself. Like, yeah. you got to give it all to them, right? Right. Um, but there's a problem there. There is a problem there. When our kids were younger, I, and this is before we were together, you probably would have yelled at me if you saw me doing this. But it was like, okay, I'm going to go to the store today. I have no jeans. They're all, they're all just worn out. I need to go get new jeans or new shoes or whatever it is. And I get to the store with the money and the intention of getting myself some clothes. Yeah. And I'd walk past Justice or Brothers. Um, most amazing, they don't have Brothers anymore, but Justice, not the Walmart stuff anymore, but like when it was an actual store, it was the most amazing store. And I'd go in there and I would spend all my money on the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd walk away and I'd be so excited because I got the kids all these cute things yeah, yeah. that they did not need. Yeah. But I got it and I was excited. Yeah. And yeah. now I don't have the new shoes. I don't have the new pants, the new shirt, whatever it was I needed because I was giving to my kids instead. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have balance. That's what it is. There, There is balance in what we're talking about. Like, 
a consideration for others doesn't mean that you don't consider yourself in the process. But a lot of times we think we're, we're focusing on others and we're actually meeting the known our own selfish need behavior. Um, one of those is like, I don't know what the motivation was, you know, for the kids, but, you know, getting the kids, the cool stuff and feeling the excitement and all that stuff, it, 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 it uh, uh, fulfilled a need inside of you. Yeah, you know one of I my mean? kids to have the cute yes, clothes yes, yeah. and all the fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it was at the detriment of me. Yeah. 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 So that's that's where so you So it was still it's like, self-centered because I wanted my kids to have the best. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's still meeting the you want to be the kind of person that provides the best for your kids and you'd be willing to sacrifice anything to make it happen. Yeah. Um, so all of these things, yeah, can be uh, uh carried to extreme, but you know. There's a scripture that comes to mind. It says, like, don't look out for just your own interests, but look out for the interests of others. So that doesn't that doesn't imply that we should stop looking out for our own interest. Yeah. It's the same way as like love your neighbor as yourself doesn't mean that you should stop loving yourself to love your neighbor. And here's where we get the yeah. the dysfunction uh, set in is like, um, I have to set aside this so I can do this. I have to uh, put myself in a sacrifice, savior, messiah complex to be able to to give to other people. And that's not what the, what the Bible entails. Look after other people's interests the same way you look after your own. Don't stop looking after your own interests. No. Like that's what, what depression is, you know? Depression is somebody who stops looking after their own interests, like don't really care about themselves and go down. It's no way implying that you should stop your own self-interest, but also look out for the interests of others. Yeah. So how does this play out in marriage? Let's talk about that. Ooh, marriage. I like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's kind of because we've said it, you know, several times it comes back to balance. Like I have to be considerate of your needs, your wants, your feelings and your desires, but I can't do so at the detriment of myself Yeah, and vice versa. If all I ever do is give to you and nothing is ever reciprocated, I have a hard time saying that. Could you tell? Reciprocated? Yeah. Reciprocated. <laughs> um, if it's... If it's not ever given back to me, then now we turn into a codependent relationship. Yeah, yeah. And that is not good. Yeah. It needs to be interdependent. Yeah. And so we, did I cut you off? No. no oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, and so as far as consideration goes, like, I need to make sure I'm careful of your feelings, your desires, your wants, your needs. I should never put my want ahead of your need. Uh-huh. You should never put your want ahead of my need. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Right? From Needs want, should always need. yeah. Needs come first, yeah. Needs Ooh. come first. Yeah. Just like you go back to the kids situation where I'd buy the kids all the stuff. They didn't even want it. They yeah. didn't ask for it. Yeah. It was a want over my need. Yeah, that's good. Oh man, so, take that to the bank, man. Right? We could just be like boom, done. done. Mic drop. <laughs> Don't drop these mics are expensive. <laughs> um we just be done with that right there. <laughs> just be done with it. Yeah. But we're not. So talking about the <laughs> <laughs> That was good. The uh win-win thing cuz I, I I think I I wanted to give more emphasis on the win-win because uh, where does unforgiveness and resentments and and pain and all of these conflicts uh, come from? Um, 
a lot of times it comes from a win-lose situation, you know? Yeah. And if, you know, uh, one person is uh, uh, triumphing and, and maybe uh, uh, they could be very strong-willed, uh, a lot of times uh, a strong-willed person will will not usually connect with another strong-willed person. They'll, they could correct, uh, connect more with uh, um, somebody who's more uh, submissive or whatever. But that being said, it's easy to fall into like a win-lose uh, sort of scenario and what happens with that is like, so the, the person who's winning may feel like uh, they got a good thing going, right? <laughs> it's like, man, this is, this is a great marriage. You know, it's like, 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 it's just wonderful. Like all of this stuff. And then the person on the other side can be uh, uh, in the lose category where they're, they're, they're just like um, not, not in the same way because the, the giving is uh, off balance. Does that make sense? It does. But I just want to point out that there is a time where I should always win and you should always lose. Uh, You're looking for the cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we play cards every day. And, we do. Uh, and I kick yeah. his butt every day. So and that I kick is a her time. Butt every day. That's a major time no. for her to lose. No. Yes. That is when I always win and That's you always you lose. That's always the only lose. acceptable time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, if it doesn't come to uh, a win win, um, you know, the person who's sacrificing and, you know, they could take on a righteous complex of like, man, I'm just, you know, giving everything for my marriage and, and like, uh, you know, I just want to be so sacrificial and all of these different things. So th the bottom line is, is that that path leads to emptiness because you can only, you can only give so much without creating a win-win to where you're getting poured back into or, or there's mutual stuff going on so yeah i'm envisioning like cups you yeah. know they say fill your own cup well if you're only filling your own cup for one you're not helping your spouse and for two that's very very self-centered yeah and so you need to fill each other's cups yeah fill some on your own you fill some on your own i fill yours you fill yeah. mine that sounds dirty <laughs> <laughs> so it's the mutual benefit of it's another well when you talk about sex let's just put that in an example if like so if um if if a uh in a sexual encounter if and this happens all the time man that the dude is worried about his own self-interest and the woman's never satisfied. And she's thinking, when am I going to get mine? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and then what happens? Resentments around sex. I don't you know. Oh, the thought of sex with this guy. Like even the thought of him breathing just turns me off. <laughs> you know, it's like, you can't, can't send it because the, um, the win lose scenario, it's always a win for him. It's yeah. always a lose for me. Like, when do I get my magic moment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's important. Fill each other's cup. Yeah. You know, fill yours a little bit. Let him fill his a little bit. And that is where the win-win comes, in, yeah. comes into play. So this mutual benefit, I think we need to, uh, I think we as a society need to expand on this because we have a lot of independent people. And that is like, they think that they're self-made, they're so independent, they're, you know, whatever. All they need is themselves, you know, and it's like, all you ever need is you, you know, you hear that all this stuff all the time. And what it denies is the interdependence that we're all in. And that is that, 
You may think that you can create your own business by yourself, right? But if you have no customers to purchase your product, are you really creating your business by yourself? True. No, it's an interdependent play where you are in a society, in a culture, in a, in a community. So I do think we need to shift um, out of the independent into the interdependent and more of like a, 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 a mutual benefit that's where uh, my mindset is going this year is like partnerships, like who can, who can we connect with? Who can we uh, collaborate with? And it's just like a, a totally different mindset than, than before of being this solo producer of like, I do things by myself sort of thing. And it's like, Greatness comes through collaboration and community and you can't sit as an island to yourself and I'm the only one that matters and it's all about yeah. me and I'm self-made and all that stuff. We were made for community. So think about this. What happens when people, whether it's you're on a remote island, um, prisoners are in um, solitary confinement, if you are alone... All the time. Yeah. And you don't have communication with other people. What happens? Yeah. You go crazy. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah. Like you think about, you know, in prison, the prisoners who are in solitary confinement, which, yeah, they're probably there for a good reason. They probably yeah. can't handle the ability to be with other people without hurting them. But what happens to their mental, their mental yeah. capacity? Who knows? Or, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. They go crazy. My dad uh, was in the, my dad was in the shoe a lot and um, and he would write me afterwards and different stuff and and um, that would definitely take a toll on your psyche. That uh, biblical thing of it's not good for man to be alone. <laughs> like this was written thousands and thousands of years ago, um, not understanding that you know we were made for togetherness. Uh, we were made for community and stuff. So I feel like the um, self-help movement is uh, causing a major me focus and and it's not it's not creating this inner interdependence that we're actually looking for. You know, yeah. You know what happens when everybody is consumed with their own self-interest, and that they're the only one that matters. Well, we get a very self-centered, selfish society uh, manifested in in men uh, taking advantage of women and all of this different stuff. That's just a small example, but it's you. You say, you know, why are the prisons full? The prisons are fools because we have a lot of selfish, self-centered, me-focused people that don't matter who they hurt or who they kill or who they steal or you know, all of these a, different things. That's a good point because if you think about it, if you look at everyone who's in prison, how many of them were doing the crime or the act thinking about another person? Yeah. No, you're raping someone. You're thinking about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're murdering someone. You're thinking about yourself, yes. your feelings, yeah, your is. emotions. You rob a store. You're not thinking about the store owner and how it's hurting no. them. No, no, you're thinking about, oh, look at the jewelry or yeah. the money or whatever it is you just stole. Yeah. 
The same thing with everything uh, selfish, dealing drugs, and and you know, with with no concern of how potent your chemicals are. You know, there's people dropping dead left and right from you know opiates that are super super strong. So yeah, not yeah. a you know a, a, a consideration. So that's just from the like the dredges of society of of down. But we take that a step further, and you go into maybe the business world. You know, and companies just concerned about their bottom line and their and their money and getting into corruption and all this like shady stuff. It's like, you know, self self consuming behavior. So, yeah, yeah. I say that, uh, all that just to point out the reality of of uh, the the um, downfall of society and the inner de- uh, the independent mindset um, doesn't lead to. Uh, what we're actually looking for and that's together in this community and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, I like to uh, just end with like practical things that uh, you know, how we manifest consideration and, you know, I think uh, checking in with each other a lot um, is key. Yeah. To it that is. Consideration, you know? Um, yeah. Daily communication, talking, um, that sort of thing is very, very practical in uh, consideration. And um, through that communication, I mean, you can find out what each other wants, you know, and what each other needs. Well, and it's important to be honest during that time, like for me and you, almost every single day. So Monday through Friday, we have our morning devotional. Saturday, we sometimes do it, sometimes don't. And every Sunday we have our marriage journal that we do together. So six days a week, for sure, we're communicating every single morning. Yeah. We're keeping the real Sabbath on Saturday. Taking a rest. There you go. (laughs) Um, But we're communicating. We're, you know, one of the questions on Sunday is like, do we have any um, resentment, anger, frustration towards the other person that wasn't verbalized? And if there was, we can talk about it. Um, if there wasn't, then we just skip over it. But every single day we're communicating. Yeah, yeah. But what happens if I'm not honest with my feelings? Yeah. Then it was kind of pointless. Right. Because I'm not taking that time to be honest. And so when you're doing this and you're communicating with your spouse, you need to actually be honest. Yeah. Because your feelings matter too. Yeah. Theirs don't matter more than yours. Yeah. They matter equally. Yeah. From a man's standpoint, I would say like pay attention and listen, you know, Um, because I don't know if in general, if this is the hardest thing for other men, but I know for me, because I'm a daydreamer and wanderer and my mind goes all over the place that, um, that uh, actually just paying attention and listening and hearing um, could be very hard for some men. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point, too. Um, You know, and for women, drop the stupid high school games. Don't, like, hint at what you want. Don't hint at your feelings. Don't, like, be silent and think that he's going to figure out what's wrong. We're not in high school. <laughs> like, if that's the kind of relationship you want, go for it. But don't complain when you don't get what you want and what you need. Yeah, yeah. Like, just say, hey, Tim, I need a date night. Or I need this or I need that. You sound kind of needy right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I need dinner. So I, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you, I thought you said hate. <laughs> no, I said you sound kind of needy. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, just be uh, honest. I'm just kidding. Be upfront with what you want and what you need. Um, and don't play the stupid games. Yep, yep. Because that doesn't get you any worse. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today on our quest for real connection. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and to share this with somebody you know would benefit from this content. 